Good afternoon, everyone. Dr. Stillman here to talk about the power of light therapy for fixing the gut. So this is a Monday masterclass. My premium subscribers over on my Substack wanted me to talk about hormones and gut health today. And I decided that the direction I needed to take this to narrow it down was to talk about light therapy for gut health. Okay. The subtitle here is how to use light to clear out SIBO, which is a whole other thing as far as what that is and what it means. I'm not going to get into that here. If you're suffering from that, know someone who's suffering from that or believe you're suffering from that and aren't sure this video is for you. Any GI issue, this is going to be very impactful for. It's going to really help you understand your health, your wellness, your microbiome, and how light is actually modulating all these things. One of the biggest misconceptions that people are left with because of how the human brain works is that your gut health has more to do with what you're putting in your mouth than anything else in your environment. I've seen that proven false over and over and over again. And I'm not saying that food's not important, but it's not everything that you're being told that it is. And I'm going to talk about why today in this video. So without further ado, let's jump into it. So for starters, you know, the, the topic I was requested to, to talk about today was hormones and gut health. Why do I mention hormones and gut health and uh, light all in the same um, sentence or same thought? For me, I cannot separate hormones from light and I can't separate hormones from gut health. This is a really interesting article from the Journal of Neurogastroenterology. Say that 10 times fast where basically the upshot is there is a lot of research showing that your uh, hormones modulate your microbiome and that your microbiome actually modulates your hormones. There's a lot that goes into this. Some of the most important elements of this though have to do with how the gut gets rid of toxins in our bodies. So this is a great little graphic where they show you all these different bugs that are found in your GI tract and they're talking about one specific enzyme here called beta-glucuronidase. So for those of you who don't know, beta-glucuronidase is an enzyme that cleaves um, glucuronate molecules off of toxins, or sometimes not toxins, sometimes hormones, anything the body wants to get rid of. So the more of this beta-glucuronidase you have around, the less well your body's gonna get rid of toxins. Some of these toxins are hormones. What this implies is if you've got a low level, or rather I should say a high level of beta-glucuronidase, you're going to have a lot of symptoms of hormone excess. Hello to my ladies who've got polycystic ovarian syndrome. Hello to my gentlemen who have early onset or severe male pattern baldness. You may be recirculating hormones that are disrupting your system and creating all kinds of pain and mayhem and misery for you just because you have this enzyme in your gut. And guess what? You can fix this with a variety of ways. The number one way that people use in the integrative health space is they'll give people calcium deglucurate supplements. This is a reasonable solution for a short period of time. Why only a short period of time? Whenever you try to stop the body from doing what it's trying to do, it's going to move the other direction and try and do it even more. So if you look at all the studies on beta-glucuronidase, you'll see that for about six months, this works in animals and then it fails. And what that means is that taking beta-glucuronidase, if you see it make an impact on your health and wellness, which many people do, people with hormonal acne, hormonal migraines, or, 
or menstrual migraines, people who've got ups and downs and terrible PMS, a lot of them feel better on calcium deglucurate, but they're going to run out of what I call therapeutic runway if they just lean on that as their only strategy to address this problem because there's more important factors uh, fundamentally underlying uh, your gut health. Enough about this. Very interesting stuff. Okay. So uh, where was the part that I wanted to talk about this? Um, recently, a critical mechanism of bacterial interaction has been revealed, modulation of hormonal secretion. This is very cutting edge stuff. I don't want to get into the weeds on this. It's a long paper. What I want you all to understand about this is I think we're only scratching the surface of how microbes and our microbiome affect our hormones and how our hormones affect our microbiome. Okay. This book, The Influence of Ocular Light Perception on Metabolism in Animal and in Man, is, in my opinion, one of the most important books in the history of medicine that the vast majority of doctors and scientists, let alone patients, have not read. This is an incredibly powerful book. And sadly, it's basically out of print, and only people like me actually have copies of it. There are whole chapters in here on how light affects hormones and neurotransmitter levels. And the bottom line of this book is basically that light affects all of your hormone and neurotransmitter levels. And the vast majority of clinicians are operating completely in the dark, pun intended, about this really important fundamental modulator of your hormones and your neurotransmitters. What this has to do with your gut is, as I've been saying, hormones and neurotransmitters are critical for gut health. And this is why the myopic focus on what goes into your mouth as the determinant of your GI health is over. It's done. Five, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, people started to tune into this paradigm. It took off probably five, six, seven years ago. Now, if you aren't hearing about how light affects your gut health and your microbiome and all these other things, you're living under a rock and I'm here to shine some light on some, some things that you need to know about. Uh, heads up. I have a great little webinar coming out tonight with my friend, Renita Brannon. We're going to be talking about how we use light therapy in the form of LifeWave patches to help people get well. I'm going to talk more about why I think this works later. Uh, that's going to be at 9 p.m. Eastern. If you're watching this after the 17th of July in 2023, check that out. The recording is going to be available on YouTube. Um, it's a copper a peptide uh, as a new frontier in anti-aging medicine or something like that. If you put that in, you'll probably get it. Um, on my, uh, my channel. And the reason I wanted to bring this up is that one of the first uh, um, testimonials I got about these LifeWave patches was from somebody who said that their IBS symptoms were completely relieved uh, by using these patches. They work by modulating peptides within the body. Uh, I'm not going to get into that here. That's for later today. I encourage you to learn more about these. Another thing I want you to know is that I've got an HTMA secrets webinar coming up at the end of the month. This is going to be all about how your hair contains a lot of the secrets to what's going on with your minerals. Minerals have an enormous amount to do with your gut health, as I'm going to talk about in the next paper I'm looking up. They also have a lot to do with your hormones. So people in my world, my patients, they're interested in hormones, they're interested in, in light, they're interested in minerals. And I focus a lot on these things because I see them moving the needle for people, even in the toughest of cases. This uh, webinar, again, July 29th, I think. Don't quote me on that. Uh, go to the first link in my link tree and sign up. You will get a long email sequence, not too long, I promise, uh, letting you know when it's going to be and what kind of value you're going to get from it. And make sure you set a reminder on YouTube. Speaking of which, if you're watching this on YouTube, 
Uh, don't forget to um, like, uh, comment, and set a notification bu button and subscribe to my channel so you get updates about what I'm doing. So how do minerals play into this? You have to understand that the vast majority of light-dependent enzymes and uh, structures in your cells actually operate with minerals, sometimes better known as metals. And this is a really interesting emerging area of the literature. Metal-dependent hormone function, the emerging interdisciplinary field of metalloendocrinology. This is just hot off the presses, practically speaking, in 2019. It is amazing to see how the reality is that patients will take a mineral and it will have an effect like a hormone. These things work together and you'll see toxic elements interfering with this and creating a lot of the, um, a lot of what gets blamed on the hormones. What do I mean by that? I think in the future, we're going to realize that instead of blaming things like PCOS on things like androgens, instead of blaming, uh, you know, um, things like toxic masculinity on things like testosterone, we're going to realize that people are just doing the best that they can in a very altered environment and that toxic metals are actually interfering with their normal biology. And I'm going to add to that as well. I think abnormal or artificial light is just as toxic to the human system as some of these heavy metals. I wrote more about that in my book, Dying to be Free. Pick it up, read it. It's really good. Okay. Anyway. All right. Let's get into how light actually modulates the microbiome and affects your gut health. This is one of the first papers that I ever read about this that really kicked things off. It was a very interesting study where they looked at the effect of um, UVB light exposure on the microbiome. And what they found, quote, fecal microbiota composition analysis using 16S RNA sequencing showed that exposure to narrowband UVB light significantly increased alpha and beta diversity in a group that was not supplementing with vitamin D, whereas there were no changes in the vitamin D positive group. What that means is that vitamin D being made in your skin is modulating your gut microbiome. And that means that any doctor who's paying attention to what's going on in your gut, whether you've got IBS or you've got IBD, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, gastric ulcers, I don't care what it is, if they're not paying attention to your light environment, they're missing a critical component of what might actually move the needle on your symptoms and helping you to feel better. And that's what I do in my practice literally all day. Um, you can apply to become a patient, go to Linktree, annual plans are available. We have executive and concierge wellness services. Uh, I, won't, I won't belabor that point. I love working with people. We'd love to take you on in the practice. Okay, this is a follow-up article to that published sometime later where they looked at, and for those of you who don't know, by the way, I'm going to go back to this. Diversity in your microbiome is really important. When we have one small family of bacteria or one or two different species that is dominating the field, that actually creates issues within your body. And so we want a diversity within the microbiome. Okay. That means that anything we find therapeutically that increases our diversity within the microbiome it has a potential therapeutic uh, application, okay? All right, uh, this is a follow-up paper to that. They found exactly the same things in their studies of uh, the Yanomami um, hunter-gatherer tribe. This is confirming this hypothesis, in my opinion anyway, 
uh, that this that UVB light and light in general is a powerful modulator of the human microbiome. Okay, this is why I wrote this article in my blog in my Substack way back in August of 2022. I wrote it because vitamin D optimization is one of the most common questions that I have in my practice. It's why I have a spurry vitamin D lamp behind me. My vitamin D level measured, measured last week was about 47. 47 is not where I really want it to be. I'd like it to be over 50. But that's despite the fact that I live in Florida and get a lot of UV light. And it's despite the fact that I use the spurty vitamin D lamp sometimes for 10 minutes a day. I will also tell you I've used it for five minutes a day at times and had vitamin D levels in the 60s. So it fluctuates a lot. It's one of the reasons why I check it quarterly in my patients. Again, that's why I have annual plans. That's why we have executive and concierge wellness services. We help people to actually get these labs tested so that they're not, you know, living with a low vitamin D level that's setting them up for failure, things like osteoporosis and all kinds of other illnesses uh, long-term. So check this article out. I use the Spur D lamp for this. All right. Circadian rhythms and circadian biology is really critical to overall gut health. Note this, circadian rhythms govern much of gastrointestinal physiology, including cell proliferation, motility, secretion, electrolyte balance, and the digestion and absorption of proteins, carbohydrates, and lipids. It is very, very common for me to find people in the practice who've got serious GI issues that are living a very circadian dysregulated life. And if you just get them outside, getting plenty of UVB, getting plenty of visible light, getting plenty of infrared light, if you get them to get the lights off at night, if you get them to wear some nice blue blockers that are going to block blue light at night, more on that later, you're going to see amazing things in these cases. I've seen it over and over and over again. I absolutely rely on restoring healthy circadian rhythms in order to help people resolve chronic underlying GI illnesses. <clears throat> okay. One more thing you got to know that really, really fits into this idea that hormones, light, and the gut microbiome are all connected. So northern latitude is associated with increased rates of hospitalizations related to inflammatory bowel disease. What this means is as you go further and further and further away from the equator, inflammatory bowel disease, which is autoimmune bowel diseases, Crohn's disease, and ulcerative colitis, these diseases get worse and people develop them more frequently. There's very little in relative terms autoimmune disease in the tropics. That's changing because people in the tropics are embracing modern westernized lifestyles that have all these toxic exposures to chemicals, artificial light, bad food, pesticides, herbicides, bad sleeping environments, you name it. But the bottom line here is simple. If you've got a lot of GI issues, chances are light is part of the potential solution. I certainly would not I use it in every case, as I think I've said now, multiple times. Again, uh, you're going to see more, where is it? Uh, more uh, inflammatory bowel disease, Crohn's and ulcerative colitis, as you go further and further north in latitude, as in away from the equator. I don't want to uh, forget about my favorite uh, uh, frequencies of light, red and infrared. For my red and infrared, I use my sauna space. That's a photon on my desk that you can't see. I use my EMR tech, Firestorm, you can get the Fire Wave, Inferno, all these other things. I love these lights for getting red and infrared light back into people's lives in a very, very high intensity, okay? 
And this is not, you know, just the world according to Dr. Stillman. Look at this. There's research showing that red and infrared light, i.e. photobiomodulation, can alter the gut microbiome in a potentially beneficial way. I will tell you anecdotally, this rocks for getting people well with GI issues. Okay. Another thing I want you to know, rotating shift work is very well described as a risk factor for irritable bowel syndrome. Irritable bowel syndrome might not be an autoimmune illness, but it keeps such close company with a lot of the illnesses that are, are popular for people to talk about in the gut health world that it's, I mean, it's, it's so common that people who've got gut health issues wind up with a diagnosis of IBS or are this close to it if they don't. And again, this is, has to do with circadian dysrhythmia. Restoring people's natural sleep-wake cycle, often a lot of these problems just go away. All right. What's the link to melatonin? So if you know me, you know I love melatonin. It's an amazing molecule. It, it is the master, um, it's the master hormone. It entrains your circadian rhythms and it's modulated by light. And, you know, guys like Russell Ryder have been writing about melatonin forever. Um, he's on this paper for the record. We know that melatonin is critical for health and longevity. If you haven't read Russell's pay, uh, uh, book on this, it's really great. It's over there on my shelf. But the bottom line here is that melatonin is the thing that modulates all this. So everything I've said about UV light, everything I've said about visible light, infrared light, red light, I don't want you to get the idea that they're not important, but much of the benefit is mediated through, sometimes indirectly, melatonin. And that's why wearing blue blockers is so important and having a low blue light environment after dark is so important. In this paper, they're talking about how gut microbiota dysbiosis induced by in decreasing endogenous melatonin mediates the pathogenesis of Alzheimer's disease and obesity. That's a very bold claim. I think it's a fascinating article. I think it totally lines up with what I see clinically. One thing I would say about this though, is that many people get lost in chasing a hormone or a neurotransmitter when they should be chasing something else. This takes me back to the importance of metals because one of the other things you'll see very commonly, well, not very commonly, but I think it's pretty conclusive in the literature is that the brains of people with Alzheimer's disease have more aluminum in them. I don't think that at the end of the day, that's going to be limited to aluminum. I think it's going to be inclusive of other heavy metals, particularly in iron overload syndromes or other metal overload syndromes. Uh, you know, for example, I know that I'm positive for the HFE gene mutation, which means that I accumulate iron faster than other people. And that's one reason why I felt so much better when I started to, to donate blood. It's one reason why I wrote about the benefits of blood donation for some people in my book. But anyway, potential role of melatonin in autoimmune diseases. This is a very technical article. I just wanted to put it in here to remind myself to say, as you wreck melatonin signaling, you're going to see people get sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker. Many of the autoimmune cases that I see get better, if not completely better than at least they get significant clinical improvement when they fix their light environment. And that's part of why I'm so serious about this with people who are coming to me for my help. All right. Uh, part of this, I believe, is that this is a, a, a article about tripeptide GHKCU. This has to do with LifeWave, which I mentioned earlier. So what is this tripeptide copper complex? It's a tripeptide co copper complex 
that triggers wound healing and helps the body to cope with stress and inflammation. And, you know, if that's like my, my 10 second sound, bite, there's a lot more to this, but one of the reasons why I like the life wave patches is you, if you look at some of the literature behind this, it helps to ameliorate what we call lipopolysaccharide induced acute, well, in this case, acute lung injury, but lipopolysaccharide induced injury. LPS is something that's made by bacteria. And one of the things you'll see in the gut health and wellness literature is that LPS is mediating what we think is going on with leaky gut. Not completely, not 100%. I don't want to dismiss other contributing factors to this. But LPS is at the core of a lot of problems in the GI tract. And in this model, you see that upregulating this peptide has a protective effect to the injury that would otherwise be done by this insult. Again, why is this relevant? Because we can use light in lightwave, life wave patches to upregulate the production of GHK copper peptide, which is really cool. It's one less pill I'm giving people. Many people do not have the time to do the light therapy I want them to do. This is one of the only ways I can help them with light therapy. And that's why I talk about these patches. It's why I use them myself. I've got the X49 and the X39 on right, on right now. You can't see them. This is part of why I use these. <clears throat> okay, last but not least, I hope I've made it clear why fixing a light environment is critical, not only for hormone health, but for gut health. This is why I wrote blog posts like this a year ago, the quick and simple guide to blue blockers. This is why I use them. If you want my brand recommendations, they're in this post. This is why I use sauna therapy. Sauna therapy is critical for getting rid of toxic metals. It's critical for building your cellular uh, battery. It's critical for um, it's critical for basically for life, particularly in high latitudes. Remember that I pointed out that you see a lot of these illnesses increase in high latitudes. What you're missing in these latitudes is near infrared light and red light. Go check out my episode uh, recording I did a, a week ago with Brian Richards from Sauna Space. We go over the science. We go over how awesome his bulbs are and his product is. I use this my sauna space almost every day. I don't know what I would do without it. I would be very unhappy. And well, I can't say that. I am very happy to own this product. And I just can't recommend it strongly enough. And that's enough about that. Okay. Um, and one last thing, red and infrared light therapy. Some people don't have the time to sauna. I totally get that. That's part of why I myself have an EMR Tech Firestorm right there. You can see my brand recommendations in this blog post. Again, the quick and simple guide to infrared and red light therapy. So I hope this video has been helpful to helping you understand all these different relationships between hormones, gut health, melatonin, light, etc. Again, if you want to see the resources I share, just scroll back. The URLs are there. The article names are all there. It's all there. Um, and I look forward to answering your questions in the comments. I hope you'll like and share this video with someone who needs it so that you can help them achieve the good health and well-being that they desire and deserve. If you want to learn more about how you can work with me and my team to achieve optimal health and vitality, go to my link tree. should be in the description of this video. If it's not, it's plastered all over the rest of my social media, so it won't be too hard for you to find. Join my Fundamentals Wellness Coaching Program. It's an amazing opportunity to work with me and my coach, Jim Laird, in group coaching sessions and get our best information and advice on how to be healthy and well in our crazy topsy-turvy world. Jim's also doing uh, strength coaching now as part of that program. And if you've never strength coached with somebody who's really, really, really good, it's, it'll change your life. It changed mine. 
Jim's helped me put on about 25 pounds of muscle in the last nine months. If you want more on that, subscribe to my Substack newsletter. I will be writing a review of what it's been like to train with him. Uh, so you guys can all understand how valuable I think uh, working with a coach like Jim can be. Uh, go to the annual plans in my link tree if you want to learn more about becoming a patient. Or if you're interested in an executive or concierge experience with me, go to the executive and concierge wellness uh, page on my link tree. And you can find out about how you can sign up for an executive physical with me or some of my more advanced courses uh, where you get more contact time with me. As always, thanks everyone for watching. Have a great day.